Hello and welcome to Tips and Tales, Ski Racing Media's official podcast for the week of June 5th, 2019. I am your host, Sean Higgins, and on today's show, we'll be sitting down with U.S. Ski and Snowboard Alpine Masters manager Lauren Beckos to talk all things Masters racing. Lauren is a Masters racer herself, and I learned that there's a lot more to this racing community than first meets the eye. But before we get on to today's show, I would like to take just a little time to highlight some of the recent pieces published on SkiRacing.com. Guest contributor and Lindsey Vaughn's personal trainer, Alex Bunt, put together a list of his top three lower body strength exercises for alpine skiers. Alex has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to training ski racers and explains how in order to get the most out of your training sessions in the gym this summer, your exercises should focus on three things, muscle coordination, muscle contraction, and joint movement. A trio of new rules for U12 and under racing were passed last month at U.S. Ski and Snowboard's annual congress here in Park City, and I was able to talk with one of the architects of the proposals, Warner Nickerson, about the changes. No expensive overlay wax on race day, one pair of skis per athlete per race, and a recommendation to have two races a year where speed suits aren't allowed are aimed at not only helping reduce some of the cost for families of young athletes, but to more importantly refocus on what really matters at those younger ages, becoming a better skier. The piece has generated some amazing discussion, so if you haven't already, give it a read and add your voice to the conversation. Staff writer Mackenzie Moran also took a look at the sports retention rates once an athlete reaches high school. All youth sports experience a sharp drop-off at this age, and ski racing is no different. We all know how expensive the sport can get as an athlete gets older, but what else can be done to help keep kids racing longer? Mac did a great job with this one and is worth a few minutes of your time to check out for yourself. Last but not least, if you are planning on heading to Mount Hood or Mammoth Mountain for some summer ski testing over the next couple of months, Ski Racing Media has you covered. We've put together a list of test center information for top brands that will have skis available for you to try, and these testing locations will be staffed with brand experts to help you get the most out of your summer testing experience. For the who, what, when, where, and why of ski testing in the United States this summer, check it out. To read all of these stories and much, much more, head on over to SkiRacing.com. Coming up after a quick break will be my interview with U.S. Ski and Snowboard Alpine Masters Manager Lauren Beckos. The single best way to support what we do at Ski Racing Media is through a subscription to Ski Racing Premium. From podcasts and World Cup race coverage to our wildly popular American Downhiller web series, Ski Racing Premium is the engine behind everything we do at Ski Racing Media. It literally keeps the lights on for us. Subscriptions cost $35 per year for unlimited premium content on SkiRacing.com, which includes full-length World Cup race features and many of the pieces you will hear us talking about on this show. If you are interested in supporting what we do, head on over to SkiRacing.com and click the subscribe button. All right, now we'll get you back to the show. All right, welcome back to Tips and Tales, and I am on the phone today with U.S. Ski and Snowboard Alpine Masters Manager, Lauren Beckhouse. Lauren, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. Thanks for having me, Sean. Awesome, and for those who don't know who you are and what you do, give us a little bit of background into you. How did you get into ski racing, and what's your background in the sport? 
so I came into ski racing in college. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia, so I didn't exactly have access to mountains very easily. Um, but I did go skiing some as a kid in New England. Um, and then when I went to college in uh, at Worcester Polytechnic Institute, um, they had a ski team. So I kind of just decided to try it out. And that was USCSA and had a great time over those four seasons. Um, didn't want to give it up. Then uh, moved to Colorado after college and started racing with the Masters and really haven't looked back. Um, raced with Rocky Mountain Masters now for 12 seasons. Um, and uh, yeah, and then just this past August uh, started uh, as the Masters coordinator. Um, but my passion, you know, kind of came a little later. I didn't do it as a kid. Um, I just uh, found it uh, in college and, and really have enjoyed it. So you are starting your second season as master's manager. What are your responsibilities in season as the coordinator of the master's program? Um, so uh, a lot of the coordination, a lot of the work is over the summer, setting up our major events for next uh, the next season. Uh, we have a West Eastern and Western regionals. One of them also typically serves as our fifth master's event, which is the international level. Um, the U.S. does get one event that they can designate for the international uh, master's circuit. Um, and then also the nationals and a national speed series, which focuses on super G and downhill events. Um, so coordination of those events and then coordination of marketing uh, for the different divisions, helping everybody uh, get the word out and, and get their schedules set and make sure that we are all prepared for the next season and um, have some, some good excitement going in, starting to push social media, sending out emails, um, making sure that the racers across the country know what's going on and where to find information. And before we go any further, I think we should clarify. So what exactly makes someone a master's racer? So a master's racer is uh, 18 and older. Um, that's the only age limit. There, you, We have racers all the way up into their 90s. Um, and uh, the typical, there's a wide range in ability. Um, so most have some intermediate or higher, at least, competence in skiing, um, but not necessarily race background. Um, so there's some newbies, and then there's people that may have done it as kids and uh, grade school and local leagues, um, maybe did some in college, maybe did um, kind of make a run for the World Cup team at some point and then are, are coming back and finding it because they realize that they just have a genuine love for the sport. Um, so there's there's no one definition of master's racer other than 18 and older. So why would someone say somebody who knows of ski racing and maybe has raced a little NASTAR with your family but wants to take things a little more serious why should they choose masters racing at their local ski area? Um, so masters is a, a really passionate uh, group. It's a quite, quite a family. Once you get to know some of them, um, you'll find that you have, you end up with lifelong friends um, that could be vastly different in background or age from you, um, but people that you look forward to seeing on the weekends and it's a very supportive environment. Um, so there's uh, training programs and a lot of them will have coaching, but you also have your fellow racers that are always kind of watching each other, giving each other tips, challenging each other. Um, and it's a really kind of 
collaborative environment in that aspect from anything from, you know, did my turn look okay to what are you waxing um, for this next run? And, and, you know, questions about the right equipment and how to get involved. So there's just a lot of um, energy for the, for the sport and a lot of people that just want to help each other um, do the best that they can. So it's not, even though you're the individual going down the course, um, there's a lot of other people rooting for you. I want to talk a little bit more about the diversity and inclusiveness of the Masters community. Like you said, you have, in in some cases, ex-national team members who have decided to get back into the sport as adults, racing alongside people like yourself who never really raced as a child but found it more into adulthood. I find that a very unique aspect to Masters racing, having those diverse skill sets racing alongside each other. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what makes it such a, an interesting group is that you can, uh, Masters is based on age classes, so it's uh, every five years is a different age group. Um, so say you, you could be in the 30 to 34 age category or 35 to 39. Um, so there's kind of different ways you can look at who you're competing against. You know, you have the people that might be in your age group, um, but you might have someone who's, 20 years older or 20 years younger than you um, that you seem to kind of always have a similar time at um, and you kind of get to also race them and look at your times and stand at the scoreboard and and kind of gauge your progress you know not just with people just your age um, but with people different ages and also um, people that maybe had a big racing background and are just getting back into it are kind of looking at seeing you know seeing what their chops are, what skills they have and, and, and knowing that they can, they can push themselves because they're like, yeah, I can, I can ski like that. I can catch that person. I just need to maybe train a little bit more or maybe lift some weights. And I I think I can catch that person. So it, it's a, it, it produces this idea that there's, you know, there's no peak even at an adult sport. And even if you did it when you were younger, um, you could still be better now than you were when you were younger. Um, so it, it, it really feeds that competitive drive and that um, ability for people to realize that they can they can keep getting better. And how accessible is Masters Racing? How many programs are there across the country that offer racing for Masters athletes? So there's 11 race series across the country. Um, so, uh, and within those series, they race at, um, I think, over 50 different ski resorts. Um, and last year we had almost 200 race events. So there's, there's a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, uh, within the divisions, you know, we try within someone's schedule, they try to hit as many resorts as possible so that, um, there's a, an event at the one closest to you. And now with the onset of some of these, um, multi-mountain ski passes, um, it's made it easier to not just, fo- you know, not just uh, be more affordable for the ones in your neighborhood, but you can look and say, Hey, I wanted to go on vacation to say Colorado and look, I already have a lift ticket for these resorts. So I can go do those races and it'll, it'll be a lot cheaper because I already have a ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really kind of helped open up people's, um, accessibility because they can also plan some vacations around where they want to go ski race. Awesome. So I grew up in Lake Tahoe skiing in Squaw Valley with the Squaw Valley ski team and the Squaw Valley masters were a big part of the program there. They were always out there training with us. Does a masters racer need to be associated with any kind of ski club or is it just showing up at a race if you want to be there? 
no, there's no association required. Um, there are plenty of masters training groups, but there's also a lot of people that, you know, they might only have time to do one or two weekends, or maybe there's just that one at their local resort that they're, they're able to schedule and make. Um, so there's no requirement other than joining us ski and snowboard, um, and, uh, possibly a small membership fee at the local race series. Um, but you don't have to be affiliated with any group. Um, there's plenty of people that just uh, are out there to just race that one weekend near them, and they want to get out and they want to have fun, and we certainly welcome uh, anybody, whatever level they're able to participate. Sounds great. So to join, you would just go to the U.S. Ski and Snowboard website and purchase a master's membership. Yep, and for the master's membership, there's a full master's membership that you can get and race the whole season. And then there's also an option um, for uh, a single day license for $30. And you can just say, you know, I can just show up for this one day. So I just need a license for one day and go try it out. Um, and then if you like it so much, you want to do more racing, you can apply that um, to the cost of a full membership. And as someone who has been in the master's community for quite a few years now, has the community been growing since you've joined it? Um, it's been, it's been growing slowly over the last few seasons, um, but not, not significantly. We're kind of, uh, a little bit of an, a niche group in terms of being masters. Um, but people kind of come and go. It's, it's one of those interesting things that because we span everybody's life, we also span all the things that happen throughout someone's lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, so you'll have people that come in for a few years and then, um, maybe change jobs and all of a sudden don't have as much time or maybe um, have a kid and maybe need to take some time or maybe they retire and all of a sudden have more time. <laughs> um, so because it spans all those generations, you'll see lots of people come and go over the years um, as their life, you know, allows them to get as much time in as they want ski racing. And that's also kind of the neat part about you can join and do a whole season and ski 150 days just because you have the time or maybe you only get those five days a year and you make the most of them and you go out and race the days that you can and you have a really fun time doing it and what would you say is the average age of the master's field in the united states so the average age is right around that pre-retirement retirement that 55 to 65 age group um there's a, a combination of things that happen at that age um, you know, there's retirement, might have a little more money, a little more time, might have kids that are just graduating from college, so you might have a little more a little more money, a little more freedom. Um, some parents will find that they just put, they had kids that were racing, and then all of a sudden their skis that are left over in the garage are big enough for them to ski, so the parents realize that they have equipment sitting there that they just need to, to mount up and they can use to get out there. Um so that's that's kind of that 55 to 65 is is the the peak of the membership, but it certainly spans um, all the way down to 18 and all the way up to 90 plus. Have you guys tried to target certain age groups to get more people into it earlier or no? Yeah, no, we are definitely working um, to try to uh, uh, kind of spread our word around the colleges, um, especially with uh, programs like the USCSA, um, where they focus on that kind of like teen community aspect of racing, because Masters is very much that type of community, um, to make sure, to help them know that, that Masters is an option after they graduate, um, and that it's not 
uh, a significant time commitment. It can be as much or as little as you have available. And in several of the divisions, um, they'll actually have reduced price entries um, for that kind of, you know, 18 to 25 age group, um, knowing that, you know, maybe you're just getting started with your job. You don't have as much enter- as much money, um, but we want you to still be able to come out and participate. Um, so, yeah, we're always, we're always trying to recruit, um, especially among those kind of younger age groups, just even if they're not interested, but because they need a break maybe after racing competitively for so many years, but just to know that when they're ready, we're here and come back out and join us and have some fun. I'm thinking back to when I was growing up, there was almost, at, at least with the younger kids my age, uh, a bit of a stigma around masters racing. I never, I certainly never thought I would become a masters racer, and I'll admit that I've never been to a masters event, but have you encountered that stigma with younger people and how they see it as something their their dads do on weekends, and how do you get those people more involved? Um, there's, there's definitely a little bit of that, because there's also kind of the, um, you know, their speed suits are speed suits, but seeing used to seeing your your fellow teenagers in speed suits versus seeing you know a fifty or sixty year old in a speed suit can kind of kind of make people chuckle sometimes and, and think of that you know a different a different kind of uh, group of people that might be in that sport. But really, um, when I'm, when someone comes to a masters event, I think they're often surprised um, at both how friendly people are and how really it's they're they're just like they're just like them they're people that are having fun playing sports and it's really no different than say a soccer or softball or one of those other sports um where it's just a passion of yours it's something you like to go out and have fun doing um and it it there's people really across the whole personality range the whole career range the whole age range um and it's really just kind of getting people to show up at that first event and realize, oh, these are some cool people to actually hang out with, both skiing and then hanging out after the race, um, maybe having snacks and a couple of beers. Um, and you really see people kind of branch out where all of a sudden they start ski racing together and then you hear about them going mountain biking together in the summer or hiking together in the summer. Um, but it's also a great place to meet friends that just like the outdoors and like to be passionate about their activities. You talked a little bit about the amount of racing opportunities there are in the United States throughout the season, but one thing that stood out to me was how much opportunity there is internationally. In fact, there's a Masters World Championships. Can you talk a little bit about the international opportunities for people who really take their Masters racing seriously? Yeah. Um, well, I, to that I would say it's not necessarily that they, they take it seriously, but they think it's just cool to get to go different places. Um, to try new venues, to try new race courses, to meet new people. Um, and uh, the international masters uh, can take you all the way down to Chile. Um, the U.S. and Canada both have events this year. Uh, anywhere in Europe, you can go to Japan, you can go to Australia. Um, there's so many uh, neat opportunities to just kind of go explore the world and ski race at the same time. Um so people will kind of, yeah, that decide to race internationally, um, you can gain points. And just like the World Cup racers go for globes, Masters racers get to go for globes. Um, and similar to racing in the U.S., it's based on your age class. Um, so you're racing against people uh, similar age to you to try to compete and, and win those globes. And who wouldn't want a nice 
a crystal globe for their fireplace coffee table (laughs) (laughs) awesome so is there anything else we should know about masters racing um i would just say you know the 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 word i like to tell people is that um just just give it a shot go out and, and meet some people, um, whether it be trying trying a day of training um, at your local resort or signing up for a race, um, it's a really neat community. They're passionate about being outside, about challenging themselves, about just being great people in general and, and encouraging their fellow competitors. Um, and also, you know, staying, staying involved in a sport that kind of challenges them mentally and physically um, and, and, you know, who doesn't, who doesn't want to be friends with someone who's also out, you know, pushing them to have fun and keep their, keep their active level up and enjoy life to the fullest. So. All right, Lauren. Well, thank you so much. That was really, really interesting to hear about everything you and the rest of the masters have going on. Thanks again for coming on the show and we uh, hope to talk to you soon. Yeah. Thanks, John. And, uh, we look forward to seeing as many people uh, out racing masters as can, can get out there. And if you have any questions, definitely find our website on usskiandsnowboard.org slash masters. All right. That is our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you all soon.